Hey everybody, welcome to Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. I really want to thank you for listening. If you feel compelled to do so, make sure you subscribe, uh, leave a review, comment, share, whatever you feel like doing. Help me out trying to grow this podcast, trying to continuously deliver value. A couple of things before we get into the show, check out the links in the show notes to my CRA Academy my CRC Academy, both of them doing very well as far as getting people jobs in the marketplace. Check those out. Also, if you need help getting studies for your site or anything else, or even launching a site, basically any help for your site, we have a low monthly fee consulting service where we have helped many clients become and continue to be successful site owners through our background efforts of business development and support staff text me 949-415-6256 please check out the links in the show notes as well for the book the comprehensive guide to clinical research it's been selling really well getting very well received by the community thank you guys so much for that also check out the youtube member page join this channel to get perks that's my youtube uh, membership it's 10 bucks a month you get a monthly mastermind exclusively it's a zoom call every month with other youtube members uh, you also get weekly videos exclusive to the youtube members on how to use social media to improve your opportunities in life sciences so check that out really means a lot to me and thank you so much again for listening and enjoy the show Guru Nation, how's it going? Thank you so much, guys, for checking out another video. Look, you haven't seen this man here to my left in a while. He's been busy. He's got his head in the trenches, busy at the clinic, world-renowned oncologist, community-based oncologist, right? Dr. Al Jazeera, not one of these academia oncologists, real-world community-based oncologist who also does research. By the way, Dr. Al Jazeera is about to write a study report soon for a study we did together. So hopefully uh, that goes fairly well for you and happy to help. And we also have Medical Writing Academy coming up soon, but you didn't hear it from me, guys. All right, just got to wait a little bit. But Dr. Al, it's been a while. How's everything? Everything is okay. I, I I get excited a lot because I'm preparing to write the the study about the Hoffman trial, the phase one slash two yep. trial yep. for the breast cancer. And I was preparing the paper and I was wondering like where shall I send it to Eileen or to but now you brought for me the medical writing. That would be very I'm very I would be very interested in uh Yeah. The, I can I can introduce medical you. writing academy about writing the papers and uh, how to yeah, I can introduce you. Uh, you said you have another meeting, but at three, we're meeting with um, we're having a meeting with the medical writing instructor uh, to prepare the course, the and structure the course and everything. So, if you want, I can message you on LinkedIn later. You guys can connect. Um, yeah, that would be would be would be very nice if we can connect together and see. Shout out to Christine Spaguinetti, amazing person. I met her doing this podcast actually, and really? we've, yeah, and then we got the idea to do the course. Oh, yeah, yeah, you have your first customer here. Twenty twenty two is amazing time to be alive. You do a few Zoom meetings and you have a business. 
You wow. know, that's the, that's the way 2022 works. So, Dr. Al, we can we could talk about a lot. Okay, I, shortage. The theme of this video will be shortage. So there's a you're an oncologist, right? There's a medication shortage for oncology right now that we can discuss. Labor shortage that you're experiencing also at your site, which we can discuss. And who knows what other shortage? Shortage of time. That's, that's always uh, that's number one always. <laughs> that's constant. Yeah, that's uh, number one always. That's so which one you want to talk about first? The labor or the medication shortage? The labor is like uh, universal. It's not only for medical field for every for everyone uh, actually because of uh, you know nobody wants to work. Yeah. yeah, because of COVID, because they're getting money at home, because of blah 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 blah. Et cetera, et cetera, but why? Et What's the reason? Like, what? Because you're you're employing coordinators, right? Research assistant coordinators. What's the reason they don't Even want to work? Even in office, well, to to find um, a good MA. Yeah. Okay. It it is difficult. And you yeah. have great ones there. I know. I know them they, from my coming over. Are they all still there? No, they 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 keep leaving. Like I one of them went for maternity and she's like three months now already okay. no one month but she have two months and okay, okay. we're trying to replace her till now we didn't find somebody to replace her temporarily and uh one of them she moved like away from here to corona from los angeles to corona okay it's so like an hour hour and a half a drive so so mainly they, they leave just because of uh Life circumstance. Yep, life circumstance. Yeah, I like your MA. They're really. I got along with all of them actually when I'm there. So they're very professional and. So MA is tough. I'm in the same boat with my side in Yuma. It's like they don't even show up to the interviews. The MAs, you know, if you're lucky enough to schedule an interview and they don't show up, and uh, we can't figure out why because the the inset or the stimulus is not there anymore. So I don't know what's what is the cause, but nobody wants to work um, at the MA position. Seems like also for for clinical coordinator, I'm looking for clinical coordinators. Even like I'm willing to teach them and everything, pay for their courses and like this, just to start working and like this. And there's none. I get like I apply for uh, for job through. Special professional company like this, I get five or six uh, CVs. You know, what you need to do. You need to take the. I wish I could have coordinator problem. I don't. There is no coordinator here in Yuma. The what I was planning to do is hire an MA and train them to be a coordinator. So you wow. might want to do that with, but then you're going to need another MA. Also, that's a strategy: is to bring bring your MA. You know, make them become a coordinator, train them. That's something else. You, I don't know if you've considered it, but it's they make good coordinators too once they're trained. It depends on what you need more. <laughs> well, it is an idea, Dan, to, to do this, but also uh, to start doing NMA as coordinator. It is more job than getting somebody because you need to start with them from zero. Yeah, yeah. You the know, thing is, um, they already know how to do a lot of stuff. Like they know the meds, the vitals. You know, they know how to do blood, uh, ECG. So it's easy in that regard. But from the research side, you know what we do? I put them in the CRC Academy, and then I teach them hands-on. But you have somebody like Claire, 
can also shadow them. It's all about potential. You gotta have to that clone, raw ingredient. I need to clone Claire. Yeah, I know. We need to clone Claire. When we have everything in the office poorly. When we have that technology, I want to clone Claire too, because everybody needs a Claire. Unfortunately, can't do that. So that's just an idea. I mean, but it's tough to get MA coordinator. It's tough to get CRA, even CRA level. You know, it's tough to get like Ikevia. Did you see the Ikevia fourth quarter results? All the CROs booming, booming fourth quarter uh, earnings call Ikevia, which is the industry leader. They grossed uh, 3.6 billion in the fourth quarter of 2021. They their EBITDA was 863 million, Jeez. and they're having a hard time retaining CRA, and they're having a hard time getting. So everybody's having this labor shortage from us small business people to big IKEA in our space. Wow, it's all it's all there. We got to do more of those stock videos too. I feel like. Uh, we haven't done enough, but we, you know, we got to we let the in a while. Yes, you're right. Let let's have the market recover, or maybe we'll get one of the CEOs um, on our channel yeah. on the clinical research circle. So, anyways, anything else about the labor shortage you want to no, talk maybe about? That's or? it. Like uh, uh, the 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 start being uh, a normal thing now in in life uh, post COVID. Okay. So how are you managing? How are you managing? Yeah. Because. I know we got you another study, right? Uh, another cancer, at oh, yeah. least one other one. How are Takeda. you? Takeda and small cell lung cancer. I love Takeda. They're awesome people. They're really trying to do a lot of good stuff behind the scenes. Yep. They're, they're, they're a good company, easy to deal with and uh, fast. They're fast. They're not taking us long time to deal with them and uh, get the study up and running. Did you know they acquired Shire? No. Yeah, they acquired Shire last year, I think. Uh, or maybe even two years ago, but yeah, they're big. They're they're ple- pleasant to deal with. Uh, so what are you doing? You're taking these new studies, and is just Claire doing the the no, new no, studies? No, no, no. I'm, I'm I'm hiring people, but I'm, I'm you know, but uh, but I I have like another two medical students uh, that you know they they you can tell them they don't need to be CR CRCs that they understand the basic things and just mainly for communication, for uh, screening for patient and like this, um, hiring the medical student, try to get them into the research because they're going to be clinician at one point also. So that's uh, very helpful for Claire. Okay. Let's move on to the medication shortage, which is initially why I wanted to do this interview. Yeah. The the shortage of medication is kind of interesting. Till now, nobody figured out why we have shortage of medication, especially in oncology, because we have uh, this shortage like almost for few, for many years. And every year there's new medication. Like uh, earlier, late last year was the Vincristin. Okay, now are you telling me that the the carbazine, even the carbazine is not this medicine that we use a lot in oncology for every type like cisplatinum or carboplatinum that we use it almost for many type of cancer. We use like carboplatinum almost on a daily basis in my clinic. We use cisplatinum on a weekly basis in my clinic. We use, uh, but the carbazine is not this daily use or something only for certain type of malignancies such as like Hodgkin or melanoma. Maybe we use the carbazine. So it's not the thing that we 
very hard, but I'm really surprised about the shortage. But most of the shortage for these medication comes from manufacturer reason because of their uh, they, there is delay on the basic material, there is delay on the producing more numbers, or there is surge in demand because of certain institution running a clinical trial about. Uh, but do you think it's uh, so the supply chain has been uh, backed up? for a while in all industries, right? I mean, everything, there's a shortage of everything. Yeah. So medication, you're saying like the raw ingredients, there's is no different. Yeah, well, I, I, this is what I think because we never had any explanation for other shortages in the past, why it's happening, okay? Can you give us a crash course into how medications get to your office like from from manufacturer as best as you know or as best as you understand mainly like uh the the i i don't deal directly with manufacturers okay we we deal with the distributor like mckesson or uh, i know there's like three or four of them in the united states okay we deal with them and we order through them. We have an account with them, and we order whatever we want: medical supply, medication, uh, needles, and everything. We order it through this uh, Macassan, which is they are very big in yep. the United States. They handle a lot of. Uh, they have their own EMR now that they're providing. Macassan has their own yeah. EMR. Wow! Yeah, yeah. I use Macassan also. Yeah. So they have the EMR for the physician to to use it, and like this, this how this is how much they involve. So make it, they tell you like it's easier like to go through our EMR, we put everything there. And if we find any shortage, we send it to you directly. Smart mm. way of doing business. See? Like passive, passively. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. The, they look at your, uh, because it's connected to their uh, machine. They have links machine that uh, they do inventory for, for you that hook to the EMR, hook to your, orders so you order the medicine it's pulled out of, of the uh links machine and from the emr and for the company the company send you replacement what what's the medication that's like in for you for your practice in shortage the most frequent you know what at the beginning of the year we had a shortage of normal selling bags of normal selling yes there was a shortage of normal saline bags IV fluid for the patient to mix the chemo like this. And that's why that affected us a lot. We have to go and, uh, you know, look for it all over the place to find out like some bags to give to the patient for hydration and post chemo yeah. or uh, mixing the chemo and all this thing. But now it just came back to normal. And the reason at that time that there is the manufacturer was doing maintenance or something, so that they did not have a lot in stores. Wow. So that's why they went in. Uh... We're so dependent on just like a handful. Like you said, the carbazine is only made by two companies. You know, it's generic. That's only made that's by only, two companies. It's done by two companies, the carbazine. Yeah. Only done by two companies. And what about some other medications that you're experiencing shortage, like maybe right now? Right now, uh, there is medicine called Ibirulin, hmm. okay, for breast cancer. Uh, we, I have a, I have a couple of patients on it, and uh, it's been 
delayed to be delivered to the office. So I ordered extra and they left it with me here. So in case there is any, so I'm, I'm expecting that could be any shortage or anything in the future. And when, yeah. when did you first start noticing this shortage? Like when, if you can, you know, like this trend of shortage, shortage yeah, of supply yeah. medication. 2012, 13. So that long ago. So it's nothing new. It's just been getting oh, worse. Certain medication, certain times, certain things. Okay. At one point, I started like making my own theory that the company wants to uh, restrict or the company is producing a generic type. So they're so they holding on the trade one or the... Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you, it's because been progressively getting worse uh, since 2012, 2013. A couple of years, they were worse for everything, almost. But now it's coming back to uh, to come as uh, as uh, just a random occasion when once every couple of months we have. Uh, okay, do you are scare, you worried? Not lack as that, but scarce scarceness of medication. Let's put it this way. Do you think? Because we hear so much about China and now the war, the Ukraine crisis. Uh, but let's talk about China first. Do you think that, first of all, do any of these supplies or, or medications, you know, are they dependent on China? Because a lot of things coming from China, no. I mean, we're vulnerable, no? China, China can, would not paralyze the medicine here, would paralyze the whole country. <laughs> I know. I because know. They, 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 we're dependent on every infrastructure that we have here, everything infrastructure in manufacturing, we depended on China. I know. Yeah, they, they 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 control all all the small details and the infrastructure of any manufacturer to build up some material or something. It's but does that worry you as a clinician? Like, does that worry you? No, no. China does not worry me. Politicians should be worried more about China more than me. <laughs> All right, fair enough. What about Ukraine crisis? I've hear I've always hearing people saying, "Oh, there's." You know, it's bad to hear this about the Ukraine and what's happened. I I think it's it's really painful. I have like friend uh, of mine that's Ukrainian and also, and they're really like, it's it's disturbing to have something happen now in the twenty first century. So primitive with war and uh, with all this stuff. It's, uh, it is uh, kind of uh, unusual. Yeah, I mean, and that's why I'm kind of a little bit like worried because we're in a different economy now. We've never been more globalized. And, mm -hmm. you know, we've kind of depended on other countries to take care of our, our, our supplies, right? I mean, we saw during COVID and I, I think we're somewhat vulnerable. Uh, I think every country more or less is vulnerable, but there's a new race towards securing like raw supplies now, raw raw material. Um, that's like the new power. That's the new oil is having raw material. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, and uh, you see the, the, the oil now, how high the price. Yeah. No, Never get this high ever. It's not a good time to be buying a pickup truck. Not, uh, you have to, to switch to electrical directly. I'm I'm <laughs> in the market for a pickup truck right now, and it's the where maybe the worst or the best time 
worst for the to... price of gas, but maybe best for the price of the actual car. I know, but by, I, I, I think you need to get electrical wood. Eventually, yeah, eventually. Uh, um, man, okay, so at least the, like for your situation, the medication is there's not really like a, a it's not like a big deal is what you're saying. It's not really impacting your practice or your ability to treat patients as a clinician no. at the moment. All right, good. Cause I've been getting people requesting that I talk to an oncologist specifically about this, this issue. Yeah. But, but uh, as I told you, like uh, now the recent one, the carbazine, which we get an alert about it, but also there, the Iberulin, also another medication that's uh, we thought going to be, but we stacked on it because we Start. have to okay. So it's a, it's a matter of being proactive then as a practice, as far as ordering ahead of time and, and being Exactly, pay attention to, because the FDA, they have a website and they tell you which one's going to be in shortage and like this. Do, so if you, yeah, yeah. So if, if you follow up with them and have registered in that website, you, you'll be informed. So if you have patients a lot treated and that's maybe you can order extra. Before. Is that a free? And that's what create free, more shortage for the other clinics. Create more shortage. Is that a free website, or you have to pay for this? No, no, no. It's a free. FDA, free. FDA is like free. Okay. All the announcement and all right. They they will let you know about the shortage and everything. All right. Well, that's basically the two things I wanted to discuss. I mean, hopefully, you know. Oh, the one more thing. So. We talked about the industry getting busier. You know, there's more studies, especially oncology. I mean, oncology is always busy, but right now we're seeing. I read an article that there's been an incident, an increase in the amount of new cancer cases worldwide. Is this any truth to this? Do you seeing any uptick in your practice? Uh, my practice is like it's almost like uh, steady. Okay, I don't say, but there is like before, it depends on what I've been noticing over the whole my practice here that it comes as a seasonal thing. Like I have a colon cancer patient. Okay, I get like four or five colon cancer in one week or two weeks. Okay, wow. then I stop for another one month or two months. Then I see, okay, then like after colon cancer, come lymphoma. I get like four or five, six cases of lymphoma at one uh, in one week or two weeks, okay? Mm -hmm. And this is how, it, I don't know what, what what's this, the secret about it, but it comes as a seizure, seasonal. Most it's like a time. random pattern, but it's like. Yeah, a random pattern, but why it's not? And what it is, I don't know. Yeah. You know, in the beginning of the year, I had like about uh, 60 new cases of lung cancer, none small. And uh, from February, whole February, I didn't get any case. So I don't know why. So you haven't seen necessarily an uptick. It's for you, it's been consistent. It's been consistent, but I, I think the cases of cancer in general has been increasing. The incidence is increasing because of the early screening, because we have screening now for breast, cervical, lung, uh, all these kind of uh, colon, all this screening. Genetic screening, right? 
No, uh, just uh, guideline screening for oh, mammogram, okay. uh, for breast cancer mammogram, for cervical pap, uh, pap smear, for colon colonoscopy, for uh, lung uh, uh, low dose uh, helical CT scan. All this like it's been skin exam and people start being more aware and more educated about cancers. It's not anymore the, the vague mysterious disease that being out there that scares everybody, but everybody is trying to, they understand that early screening is much better than treating the cancer when it comes back. And we had, I'm sure you know, but we, uh, about a month ago, right? CAR uh -huh. T, a new CAR T therapy got approved. Yeah, right? it's all, always like a new medication, oral medication, CAR T and everything. And and uh, this is new discoveries, and that's why you have more clinical trial in oncology, especially now in uh, precision oncology or uh, target oncology, where they find special marker when uh, cluster designation or CD and the, that they attack it when membrane cell HER2 new or uh, EGFR or <laughs> uh, kit. This this new CAR T stuff though, I mean that it's not new. It's been they've they've been like over a decade of research here. But one of them just got approved recently. Was it for a liquid tumor, or are they already working on solid tumor? More liquid. no CAR T. All of it so far is for liquid tumor for hematology, okay, okay. malignancy. I don't uh, lymphomas, lymphomas in general, and uh, leukemias. So the liquid tumor that's going to be first, uh, do you see promise in CAR-T for solid tumor at some point or, or is that yeah, something I think, else? But I think they have to perfect the, 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 the technology. The cell CAR-T is not the safest way to... It is like in case that the patient have no other option, it is one of the good options for, for that. Uh, I had a young patient who had CLL that failed the conventional treatment and try to put him in a clinical trial that I have here for CLL, but he refused, so I sent him to bigger center for CAR-T. And that's unfortunate because I've been trying to talk to the drug, to the company representative for CAR-T, because they come to visit me to refer patient to big institution. Why I can, why we can do it as in, uh, in, our, <coughs> in our clinics, Okay, the, we did before injection of uh, for prostate vaccine in our clinic where we send the we send the specimen out. They create the vaccine, send it back to us, and we inject it. And there is side effect of uh, prostate cancer vaccine. Yeah, prostate cancer. I see. So uh -huh, for people that are at risk based on their their genome. Yeah, but the, the, you know that that's the thing that we is we don't have CAR T in the in the community. Uh, based clinic. You have to go to academic They have to go to higher, uh, higher, bigger center that can do the uh, CAR-T. As we, last thing, thank you for your time. What's the mo one thing you're most excited about in oncology research? Like you think is most promising, soon soon to be available maybe or i am I'm, I'm running i'm running i'm very excited about this trial i'm running a, a trial for metastasis breast cancer 
uh, all my practice have been treating breast cancer for estrogen and receptor, uh, estrogen and progesterone receptor and hertinu, okay? Mm-hmm. Which is all this very exciting, but now I'm running trial for androgen receptor in breast cancer. Androgen you, receptor. Androgen receptor, AR. I see. I see. We have ER, PR, ah. and now we're adding AR. So ER, PR, HER, and now AR. AR, androgen receptor, and where they taking the specimen, measuring the percentage of the androgen receptor in breast cancer and putting them on uh, new medication for that, which is kind of uh, quite like uh, a very new, 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 new dimension or prospect to help the patient with metastatic breast cancer for that. Why do you think there's promise there? Like just maybe become a nerd for because a second. The, the phase one, two, three uh, trial that I reviewed before I accept the trial in my office showed the, you know, improvement in survival and reduce improvement in quality of life for these stage four patients. Wow. All right. Fair enough. There you guys go. Androgen mm-hmm. receptor. You hear it first. Don't say you don't learn anything on this show, Guru Nation. So not only we talked about shortage, about labor shortage, supply shortage, growing your site. We talk a little bit about that, but also about oncology, like latest happenings in oncology. So thank you, Dr. Al. Really appreciate your time. We got to do more. And what, do you want me to link to you? People want to reach out to you, what, LinkedIn? That's the way to go? LinkedIn will be good. You know, you or my, my, my website, my website, uh, careens.com, uh, see uh, uh, yeah, but one year research institute that dot com c a r e s i n s t u i n s t dot com. I know, but they want you. They want they want to connect with with you, Doctor Al. They so. can call call my office, make an appointment. <laughs> you're you're gonna get researchers. I'll put LinkedIn. The LinkedIn's uh, active still. My, 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 mainly referral will be uh, will be through mainly through LinkedIn if they're interested in uh, working. Yeah, or well, having question to ask. Yeah. Them. Oh, there you go. If LinkedIn you're a, if you're a coordinator in the Los Angeles area, contact Dr. Al ASAP. Okay. Well, LinkedIn. thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Well, there you go. You got to do it. Contact him ASAP. There's labor shortage, and if you're a coordinator in Yuma, Arizona. Contact me, but don't move here. Don't move here because of me. You got to live here already and then contact me, all right? I don't want to take that gamble uh, with a brand new site. Don't do that. But Dr. Al, LA, there's more people in LA. Contact Dr. Al. Thank you, Dr. Al. I appreciate it. Thank you, Dan. Thank Thank you, everybody, for watching, listening. Catch you all later. Link underneath for Dr. Al. Take care.